My name is Noah Hills. You can find me on Twitter at NoahMorePartys, and this is the Hero RB Show on the Campus to Canton podcast feed. Raymond Davis was a three-star running back in the recruiting class of 2019 who ended up committing to Temple University. He only had four FBS offers total, along with four FCS offers, and only one offer to a Power 5 program, which ended up being Purdue. He spent the first two seasons of his career at Temple, where he posted a 24.9% dominator rating as a true freshman and a 19.1% dominator rating as a sophomore. Those numbers come in the 87th and 50th percentiles, given the years they were posted, on teams that ranked, according to Bill Connolly's S&P Plus rating system, in the 36th and 15th percentiles as far as team quality goes. After a partial sophomore season at Temple, Davis transferred to Vanderbilt in the SEC, where he played only three games, but during those three games posted a 22.5% dominator rating, which is in the 48th percentile for third-year running backs, on a team that was in the 10th percentile, according to Bill Connolly's S&P+. Given his production in that freshman year, Raymond Davis broke out in year one and at age 19.8 in the 64th percentile. Given the dominator rating he posted and the quality of team that he was playing on that year, the historical prospects whose freshman seasons were most comparable to Davis's freshman season are Ryan Matthews, Kenneth Dixon, Jamal Williams, Cadillac Williams, and Duke Johnson. He's played on worse teams and been less productive since then, and the closest comps to his sophomore production are Dwayne Wright, Bryant Kobach, Matt Forte, Trey Ragus, and Andre Williams, and the closest comps to his junior season are Puka Williams, Jeremy Cox, Anthony McFarland, Deion Jackson, and CJ Marable. Given that we know that yards per carry is so influenced by offensive line play and play calling and surrounding talent, it's difficult to compare players between situations. And so I like to contextualize rushing performance by comparing efficiency to the efficiency of the other players operating in the same offense. Raymond Davis has averaged 198 carries per 12 games so far in his career, which is in the 77th percentile, and he's seen average defenders in the box numbers that are slightly lighter than those his teammates have seen. And those teammates averaged 1.67 stars as high school recruits, making them just a fifth percentile group among running backs who would go on to be drafted since 2007. Given that volume, given the talent level of those running backs, we would expect an NFL quality player in Raymond Davis's situation to outdo his running back teammates by 0.93 yards per carry. In reality, Davis has outdone his teammates by 0.51 yards per carry, lower than that expected yards per carry plus and only in the 50th percentile. He has ripped off 10-yard runs at a 3% greater clip than his teammates, which comes into the 70th percentile. Given the box counts that he's seen, the average carry for Raymond Davis has been worth 112% the output of the average carry for other Temple and Vanderbilt running backs during his career, which is a box-adjusted efficiency rating in the 31st percentile. Similarly unimpressive is his relative success rate, which measures how often is he succeeding on his carries given down and distance, given the box counts that he's seeing relative to his teammates, He's doing that negative 0.3% as often as the other guys at Temple and at Vanderbilt in the last three years, which is in the 33rd percentile. So he's barely outproducing them on a per carry basis given the box counts that he's seeing. He's actually lagging behind them in success rate given the box counts that he's seeing. And he's also not very dynamic in the open field. He's converted just 23% of his 10-yard runs into runs of 20 yards or more, which is a breakaway conversion rate in the 16th percentile. Where he has been impressive is as a tackle breaker. He's averaged 0.26 missed tackles forced per attempt, which is in the 78th percentile. 
It's been a little bit of an up and down road for Raymond Davis. He was really productive early on in his career. That freshman season at Temple was great, though he really wasn't even that efficient as a freshman. On 192 carries that year, his box-adjusted efficiency rating was in the 37th percentile. His relative success rate was in the 30th percentile, but he was much worse the next season. Those numbers fell to the 10th and 3rd percentiles, respectively, on 77 carries before he entered the transfer portal. And then last year at Vanderbilt, before getting hurt, on only 43 carries, he had a 77th percentile box-adjusted efficiency rating and a 100th percentile relative success rate. So after, you know, being productive but inefficient early on in his career, he was incredibly efficient on limited work before going down with an injury last season in the SEC. And that's a small sample. It's encouraging, but it's a small sample. And maybe one conflating factor in these sort of up and down efficiency numbers is the weight at which Davis has been playing in each of these seasons. His freshman season, he was 5'9", 210, was, you know, kind of mediocre on the ground. The next year, he was 5'9", 215, was terrible on the ground. Last year with Vanderbilt, he was listed at 5'9", 205, and was really good on a per-touch basis before getting hurt. It's difficult to draw strong conclusions based on those things, but it at least seems like it might be plausible that Raymond Davis simply plays better at a lighter weight. Given his career numbers in these rushing efficiency metrics, given assumptions I'm making about his physical profile, about his athletic profile, the closest rushing comps to Raymond Davis at this point in his career are Nico Evans, Jalen Warren, Keyshawn Vaughn, Donald Brown, and Kareem Hunt. As a receiver, he's been fairly involved, but not very efficient. He's averaged 20 receptions per 12 games so far, which is in the 70th percentile, and his career best target share was from his sophomore season, 10.2% in the 64th percentile, but he hasn't been used very dynamically at all, just 31st percentile in how often he's being split out wide or in the slot, and a negative 2.3 yard A dot, which is in the 4th percentile, paired with only a 76.2% catch rate, which is below average as well, so he's lining up almost exclusively in the backfield, being targeted well behind the line of scrimmage, and not catching an impressive amount of those targets. His yards per reception numbers, 32nd percentile, yards per target numbers, 46th percentile, though his yak per reception numbers are in the 73rd percentile, so he's good with the ball in his hands, I just don't think he's good at doing the things prior to that that speak to his ability as a receiver. I alluded to his physical profile a little bit earlier, he's currently listed at 5'9", 205. Based on historical weight gain data for NFL running backs, I project that he'll be 5'9", and 211 pounds at his eventual NFL combine, and we don't really have much information about his athletic profile. He ran a 4.640 in high school. He had a 35-inch vert in high school. He had a 4.1 short shuttle in high school. Those are all decent. And based on projections about his weight, um, I'm assuming he runs a 4.55 at the combine. Closest physical comps for Raymond Davis with those numbers would be Khalil Herbert, Nico Evans, Alvin Kamara, Monte Ball, and Scotty Phillips. I think the bottom line for Raymond Davis at this point is that it seems like he plays better at a lighter weight, and that's not necessarily a good thing. We want our NFL running backs to have good size and be good pass catchers, and at this point, it seems like Raymond Davis won't be either of those things. But going into his senior season at Vanderbilt, he needs to stay healthy, number one. He's played seven games in the past two years, so it, it's absolutely imperative that he stays healthy. 
and he needs to absolutely smash on the ground, and he needs to be a quality receiver. We saw him smash on the ground last year in limited work before he got hurt. He needs to double up on that this season with a full year in the SEC, and he needs like 20 receptions. We need to see him be involved and efficient as a receiver. You know, it's been a couple years since we've seen him play a full season. Maybe he's had time to develop there with a full season under his belt as a senior. Maybe he can put together a season that speaks well to his ability as a receiver. It just feels like we still have no idea whether he's good or not. He looked good early on. He was productive early on. We've barely seen him in the last 24 months, really. He needs to have a really strong senior season. And it seems unlikely that he'd shoot way up in value given the strength of the 2023 running back class, even if he has a great final season here. So I think a wait-and-see approach with him in Debbie Leagues, in Campus to Canton Leagues, is the best approach. I think the value gains that you'll see from a successful season will be fairly marginal compared to where you could just acquire him later if he does have a good season without taking on the risk of maybe he doesn't have a good season. He could be a top 10 back in this class. He could be nothing. I'm waiting and seeing, rooting for him as a senior in the SEC. I hope he smashes. We just got to see it.